Hello, strangers. Isn't it nice that you've all come to my abode? For trick or treating. I feel absolutely honored. Now, I know that you all won't be having an ordinary Hollow's Eve this year. Due to certain circumstances. But it's fine. Because that's why you've all come here, isn't it? Now I have the perfect treat to give out to you all. Not physical treats, of course, but treats of the mind. So, why don't you all just sit back, relax, and listen to me, your fellow stranger. I'm not going to go into details about me personally. Because, well, that's just absolutely boring. Who wants to know about a stranger that randomly appears to tell others tales of dread and horror at night? No, no. Right now, I'm going to tell you all about my own culture and some of its intricacies. See, my ethnicity originated from Southeast Asia. We are called Hmong. If you need help, let me spell that out for you. That would be H-M-O-N-G. Now, in the Americas, we are a minority, but that doesn't mean we don't have a presence anywhere else. See, during the Vietnam War, the Hmong people were recruited by the United States military to help with one of their biggest weaknesses in Vietnam, traversing the dense jungles. Not only did we help guide American soldiers through these jungles, but a lot of our people actually helped fight with the Americans, even gaining ranks among their institution. Now to many other Hmong people, it may seem like I'm glossing over a lot of the history of what happened in the war. But the fact is, I'm just trying my best to get to how we came to the Americas. And also a bit more about our culture. Don't you guys worry though, sometime in the future, I will definitely tell you all about the Hmong people's struggles during the war and the hardships and atrocities they had to endure during that time period. But like I said, as of now, I want to focus more on our culture and its spiritual side. So, to recap quickly, we are a group of people that came from Southeast Asia and helped the United States during the war. As a reward for helping the United States, many of us were granted citizenships to the Americas. Not only that, but those who chose to were even given the right to choose certain other countries to migrate to. Examples would be South America and Europe. So you could definitely find pockets of Hmong people around the world. 
Now, even though we are all scattered around, our beliefs and culture stayed somewhat the same. Now, Hmong people, to sum it up, believe in shamanism. Of course, the practice of it has definitely changed depending on the families, respectively. But at its core, the practice itself are about the same as it's always been for hundreds of years. Let's take a look back at a story that I told another stranger. The story of Lee the coroner. See, that story was somewhat based on Hmong shamanism. Not particularly the dead body and its action, but the ending with the shaman. When the shaman went into the spirit world at the end of the tale, that could be considered as a Hmong version of a seance, or communing with the dead. The position of a shaman in Hmong culture is a highly regarded one. Put it simply, they're kind of like contractors. When you have a plumbing issue, you pay a plumber to fix it. When you have faulty wiring in your house, you pay an electrician to come fix it. And when you find yourself plagued by a spirit that says they want to steal your soul, well then you call the ghost-busting shaman. As much as it seems like I'm joking about it, the shaman's job is actually a rather serious one and not to be taken lightly. People train for years, some even from childhood to become shamans. It takes a lot of time and dedication to master this craft, but when and if you graduate, you will be given deep respect among the Hmong communities. People will pay you for your services, whether in cash, food, or housing. And in many situations, even if you don't know the people you are servicing, they will even deem you as family. Now, if you think those benefits sound absolutely fantastic, that's fine, of course. But now let me tell you all about what shamans actually have to deal with, though. First off, they have to have extreme stamina. I mean, marathon levels of stamina. Because when they're traveling through the spirit world, in the real world, they are actually constantly hopping up and down on a wooden bench. And I'm not just saying they're jumping just a little bit. I'm talking they're jumping pretty high. And that's interjected with moments of actual jumping. Not only that, but they have to chant while shaking instruments in their hands. See, when the salmon travels around in the spirit world, they travel on a steed. The hopping or bouncing up and down is to imitate horseback riding. This process can go on for hours non-stop. I remember once before I became what I am today, there was a shaman that my family had hired to negotiate with a certain malevolent spirit. 
this shaman started his mojo early in the morning, jumping up and down at 8 in the morning. He didn't stop jumping till 5 p.m. To put it frankly, in the span of 9 hours, he only stopped jumping for a total of about 20 minutes. And only to give my family updates of what was happening. Now that in itself was a supernatural feat. But what I found more astonishing was that this shaman was in his 50s. Well, the job of the shaman isn't just to communicate with the dead, but also to vanquish it, if need be, or banish it from the household. See, in the original story of Lee the Coroner, the shaman actually had the power and authority to kill the spirit. But I decided that was a bit too frightening for me personally. And stuck with just simply sending him to hell. And in case you are wondering, yes, Hmong people do believe in some sort of hell. Some might even say it's a combination of hell and limbo. Hell, as far as I know from my experience of what I've been told, is actually akin to a giant meat grinder that will grind your soul up for all eternity. As for the spirit realm itself, well, I've never been there. But some say it's just another version of Earth. Or even Earth itself. Where spirits dwell among the living until they pass on to be reincarnated or to a higher plane. Those two things are either or, depending on the family's beliefs. Oh, would you look at the time? I better get back inside before my missus decides to treat me with some tricks tonight. I am sorry though that I couldn't go in deeper with you all on the workings of shamans. But I hope you all got some idea of what these doctors of the supernatural do for Hmong people every day. And how hard they work to help those in need. I'm serious. Even though I am what I have become, I still have much respect for them. I mean, they do make for good adversaries. Well, till next time. Or, as I'll say in my native tongue, Si Jin Strangers. <laughs>